Welcome back to Ordinal Revolution. My name is Shizzy. On this channel, we cover the entire Ordinal Marketplace, everything, guys. Uh, today, we have an artist. We have the artist, uh, one of my favorites. Um, this guy is uh, very talented. He's building a freaking army of artists, and it is beautiful to see. Art on Bitcoin is here to stay, and uh, these these guys are really, really um, like front-running this. They're, they're, they're the number one art group in 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 the space i mean obviously we had the we have artists we had sir gadfly on we have paris on but this is the first group of individual individuals who are co really coming alive and really putting their stuff together and it's beautiful to see and uh, i'm excited to get into it so without further ado let me bring in my partner as always mr Agobi. what's up buddy what is up what's going on what's going on man so we got prism today um amazing artist amazing group amazing leader um it should be a really fun one yeah you know uh prism has really solidified uh not only his place but the place of counterfeit culture in ordinals right and um i feel like it was very uh carefully and um well done in terms of being able to curate these this group of artists which he's continually doing right yeah. um and you know he he's he's really carving out like this this place for counterfeit culture because it's like one of the first uh curated groups like you said of digital artists that are making their place and in, in, in ordinals um so i'm excited to hear I, I know that they've been cooked they're always cooking but like something seems to be like really on the horizon and yeah. uh hopefully you can kind of open up a little bit about it exactly and this this team is really really pushing i mean uh they just signed moral I'm not sure what, what that what that is, but uh, it Moral's amazing. He's uh, he's really out there. He he was the first person to hop in the spaces this morning. It was me and then Moral, and then which was absolutely amazing. Just shows that um he wants to get out there and he and you know he wants to he talk about counterculture and everything. And he he's always in all the spaces. He's up there with you know with uh I think I saw him with Charlie and uh, and uh, what's his name Casey. It was up <laughs> on that space. So they're they're really pushing that Prism. He's in every. You can't go into a uh, spaces without Prism being there. These guys are really really pushing pushing and just being there and grinding and it's beautiful to see absolutely beautiful yeah yeah and um you're right in, about moral and and i think that's such an important thing that like uh people that are building uh a, a project a company um in in ordinals or or even just in general like in DeFi crypto yeah. web3 really is you got to put the right people around you right uh to be able to um help you build this thing right so it seems like that's yeah. what's going on over there um but yeah, man, like uh, one thing I'll say is that like it's uh, it's always like positive energy coming from these guys, um, yeah. whether it's to help promote like a new artist or um, just really even to get into discussions that they're not normally, you know, you you wouldn't normally think that you'd see like the art art community in, right? Like right now that the topics are like the token community, right? But they're still there yeah. because they realize that ordinals as a whole is is a is a community a family and yeah. um whether you know they're they're more focused on onboarding artists the community to the token communities you know kind of going through their thing and it's all together like you know um yeah. and, and, and some DeFi people are getting onboarded actually after they come over i was one of them you know yeah. um to where I, I i buy art on bitcoin now and i, I yeah. don't know if i would have said that if you would have asked me like like you know like seven months ago eight months ago uh, I would have been more like PFP, sure, but like I'm actually buying art pieces. So. Yeah, 
I'm the same way. I would, I would buy, you know, five thousand collection, ten thousand collections. I would never really stay with the the, the one for the one on ones and the you know the the prints and stuff like that. But now I'm buying them, and uh, it's it's fun, it's exciting, and um, you're kind of betting on these these artists, and uh, you know the it's it's really nice. It's really nice. It's different. You know, you're you're betting on a on on a person instead of this 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 Ponzi. So it's it's, yeah. it's awesome. Well, also I think it's real quick before we bring them up. Uh, I think it's also just like learning what you like as yeah like, you know what i mean because it's like yep. self-discovery a little bit right it really like, is because then like you you and i like kind of like go back and forth on, i like this one and you're like i don't really like that yeah. one. i like this one yeah you know what i mean so i think it's yeah. a really cool thing right because it's not just about like okay i'm buying this so it shoots up in value like two years later of course yep. we want that to happen but like if you can like discover yourself and what you actually like in in digital art that's a cool thing so yeah and like I, I discovered that I, I'm a huge fan of of the uh, glitch art. I yeah. never knew that. Like you know what I mean? Like I I didn't know I was, like I like that. But every time I see one, I'm like, oh well, this is cool. And then my my, my wife was like, you know that they're, they're all glitch art. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's probably <laughs> why I like them all. That's funny. So I'm a I'm, I'm a fan of glitch art now, and I had no idea. So now let's bring them in. Let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend, Prism. What's up, buddy? GM, GM. How are we doing today, guys? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate you being here. Um, I, I told you guys on the space last week. I mean, I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing, uh, holding the community together, bringing um, bringing you know everyone together around these important topics, but also highlighting really everyone in the space, everyone who's building, which is super important. Um, there's a lot of builders in the Ordinals uh, community that don't necessarily get the spotlight they should, and you guys are doing a great job of giving that to everyone. So very much appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate, Appreciate the that. kind words. Yeah, man. All right. Well, let's just hop into it. And uh, well, to your point, real quick, we, we like we we are really trying to go after the underdogs. We want the underdogs to win. We want the want the people with who's work eight hours, ten hours a day, a normal job, and come home and work on their passion project for eight hours. You know, like that's who we want to win, and that's who we kind of focus on. That's why we're kind of going after the people that we are going after. So, but yeah, we appreciate you you actually like noticing, and it's it's, it's nice to hear. But um. Yeah, um, to get let's 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 do it. Uh, so on the show, uh, if you watched any episode, pretty much all, all the same. Um, we'd like to dig into the person's background. We'd like to go as far as back as as you, you'll kind of let us know. Obviously, you're not docs, and we're not expecting you to say anything anything out of the ordinary. But um, if you could give us your background leading up to um to Bitcoin, it'd be amazing. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I have I have watched a few of these, and um, you know that that Paris episode was great. Uh, she's she's a part of what we're doing, and you know you mentioned Gadfly earlier. Love what Gadfly is doing. Um, so yeah, I mean this is this has been great to to kind of see all these highlights. Um, yeah, my, I mean my my Bitcoin. Um, I I got into Bitcoin back in 2013. Um, I got shaken out in 2014, as as everyone does. Uh, you buy the top, and uh, that's what I did. And so um, I got shaken out shortly after, and then uh, sort of got back in. And I think it was uh, 2016, and that's when I really started, you know, paying attention. Um, and so, you know, in that time, um, from 2016 to, you know, really like 20, I guess up to now is is really where you started seeing uh, art being put on chain. Um, you know, you go back to 2016, you've got the rare Pepe's, uh, 2017 crypto punks and, and, uh, crypto kitties and all those things. But, uh, I faded all those things. So <laughs> I didn't really jump in and, and start getting active until 2020, uh, when we were all stuck at home and, um, you know, you're just chronically online. 
So, uh, so that's when I started getting active and, and really started collecting art and just connecting with artists across the space. Um, did some collecting over in Ethereum and, and Solana and Tezos, uh, and then ultimately landed in the Stacks community. Um, that community, you know, leading up to Ordinals was very, very tight knit. Um, and you really got to kind of get to know everyone in the ecosystem. And that's where uh, Boozy and I met. And that's why we were able to jump into Ordinals so quickly. Uh, so, yeah, we were right there on the edges of, of Bitcoin thinking this is as close as we'll ever get. And then Ordinals come along. Um, you, you kind of sleep on it for a couple of weeks while everyone's inscribing they, anything they can. And then you actually do it and you're like, yeah, this is this is game changing. Uh, so. So, yeah, that's that's kind of my story. So what, what, what was your earliest inscription? You guys tell us the exact number, but uh, 18, where... 18585. Ooh, nice, so nice. It's not it's not as early as it could have been. But that was the point <laughs> when I'm like, man, I've got to get something on chain. <laughs> that's amazing. That's, nice. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I so, thought um, of, um, no, I, I thought of. You know what's what's an NFT? I will. This is what people were doing back then. They were they were just grabbing NFTs and describing them. Um, mm. And so, um, I, I thought, you know, what's the one I will never sell? And I grabbed. I don't know if you guys know Dr. Suss, uh, but he has a collection called the Saints, and um, they're they're real. It's a really cool collection. Um, and uh, I grabbed my Saint, put it on chain, and then from there, yeah, let's 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 go. Let's do this. So you you, you grab the one that you own. And you and you put it up there. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. So, and I'm guessing. So, what was what was Stacks like? Um, you said it's a very tight knit community. Um, I, I don't really know much about what they were what was going on over there. So, if you, like, um, who, like, who do you remember from over there? And like, like, how, how how was it different from what we have today? Well, Stacks was. Uh, I mean, it was it was a solid community, and there was there was a lot of activity there. Surprisingly, uh, now that you kind of look back on it. Um, a lot of the early ordinals builders actually came from the Stacks community. So, you know, you think of the major wallets, uh, Xverse, uh, Hero, um, you know, Gamma, you know, all of, all of those, those uh, companies came from Stacks and they just very quickly shifted over. And, you know, you had some, some really great projects that were just community related. And, um, you know, you tended to see a lot of the same people across those different communities. So yeah, it was, it was a cool, you know, I, I, I sort of settled there because, you know, like I said, it was, we figured this was the closest we would ever get to to art on Bitcoin and and doing the types of things that we were seeing on Ethereum and Solana and everywhere else uh, on Bitcoin. Um, and so, yeah, uh, when when uh, Ordinals came, it it definitely shifted that mindset. And now, you know, looking at you know forward looking, um, I just don't know if there's a you know if there's anything that matches the properties that you get from storing things on Bitcoin you know, the immutable nature. And, you know, I know it's, it's maybe a little bit more expensive than putting out a smart contract, but I think there's value in that expense, uh, actually keeping that art on chain forever. And so, yeah, we've seen a lot of the stacks community kind of migrate over. Um, there, there, there are some projects there that are, that are still doing okay and, and building towards the future there. But I think a lot of that community has, has realized that, you know, ordinals are probably the future for Bitcoin. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So, did, was counterfeit culture established on Stacks? No, no. Um, but we did use Stacks. So, our first inscription, which I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the article that just dropped a few minutes ago from Casey, uh, but oh, there's yeah. the yeah. So, uh, so our first inscription stays uh, thirty eight nine eighty, um, 
And, uh, you know, th- the way this started, I'll kind of back up a little bit as to how counterfeit got started. Um, Boozy has his own project or, or had his own project on stacks called Hooch House and uh, some really dope collections there. Uh, Booze Brains, that collection is legendary. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, Boozy and I became friends over the, you know, the two years we were, we were on stacks together. Um, just me as a collector, him as, you know, a, a great artist and just a great person. Um, and then when, when Ordinals came out, um, he was working on some things that didn't necessarily fit into the Boozy brand that he had built. And, um, you know, he kind of wanted to break out of that a little bit. So I think one thing that artists face in this space is, you know, collectors know them for for one style or one thing, um, and they feel maybe stuck to that. Um, and I, I'm glad to see that a lot of artists are kind of breaking out from that. But, you know, that's that's a common thought is, you know, do I need to continue doing this same style of art forever? Because that's what my collectors expect. Um, and so Boozy had this thought of, you know, what if I just create this alternative persona and I put out something that is completely, it, it completely contrasts the art that I do as Boozy. So Boozy's art is very fun. It's very comic-y, bright. Um, and so his his hoodie black character is very dark and it's glitch. And um, it's just got this completely different tone. So uh, he actually showed me our second inscription first, um, which I don't know the number of that one. It's in the 89,000s. Um, and he's like, you know, do you know how to inscribe? <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, but I'll figure it out. Let's do this. Um, and, you know, then he sent me our first inscription. And then that's when I talked to him and said, you know, there's actually much more here than just dropping pieces of art. Um, this is a whole brand. This is, you know, we can we can actually build around this. Uh, and so so that's what we did. Um, we jumped in uh, uh, early on in, in February, February 9th. And then from there, uh, that sort of was phase one of counterfeit. Um, once we inscribed that first piece, we didn't have recursion. We didn't have any of these new advancements in tech. Uh, but give that, give pieces of that inscription to our community, um, so they could kind of feel like they were a, a part of what we were doing. You know, th- at this time, there was a lot of you know PFP collections and. Um, and we just didn't want to do that. We wanted to, uh, you know, be completely art focused. Um, and so, uh, so we put that first inscription, we turned it into, uh, 111 dynamic editions using stacks. So that's why those are on stacks. Uh, we, for the longest time, you know, once a week, we were updating it, changing the, the look of what that, what we call them artifacts, but what that artifact looked like. Um, and, uh, and we do have plans for those moving forward, coming back to ordinals, but yeah, that's, that's where we're utilizing stacks. We didn't start there, but we thought, you know, L2 is a great way to kind of have fun with the metadata and put additions out as sort of an access to, to what we're doing. Um, and then, yeah, that was, that was sort of phase one jumping into, uh, you know, onboarding artists through small collections and curating those collections. And so we've got a few very early early uh, collections there before we really jumped into, you know, the core of our project. So w- would you say uh, you and Boozy are the co-founders of uh, Counterculture? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And um, like, uh, t- take us through through like how, how the team was built out. So um, it's you guys now, you guys are over here, you learned how to subs- um, inscribe. And uh, so what's, what, what's next? What happens next? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Boozy and I started and um we actually brought in uh someone he he goes his his he goes by the name of eom 
um, and he's actually back with us now. But for a period, he was he was uh, kind of focusing on some IRL things. But EOM stepped in as sort of our technical guy. And so um, as I was bringing in artists, helping them kind of create the art, uh, helping them learn compression and, you know, all of those things, which it's, it's a pretty uh, involved process. Uh, and Boozy was creating his own art. Uh, EOM was the one we sort of relied on to keep up with the tech side and, and run our node and, and all of those things. Um, and so EOM uh, worked with us and did a bulk of our first inscriptions. Um, and then he had to step away. Uh, and that, that's when I sort of spun up a node and, and took on that, that workload myself. Uh, but EOM has come back to us as of maybe like two months ago and is kind of building the next phase of what we're doing. So uh, it was us three there for a while. Then it was just me and Boozy. Um, and, and then it was us three again. And, uh, and we've since brought in Moral. Um, you know, things are getting uh, very, very busy. Uh, when you think about, you know, a typical project, you sort of get everything together, you get the art together, you, you put your strategy together, you release it. And then you sort of engage, like engage with the community. What's our next step? Um, and sort of like keep everyone involved. We do that cycle every single week. So it's it's just a lot to kind of take on. So Moral uh, being such a big part of the Ordinals community and being such a huge advocate for art, it just made complete sense that he steps in and sort of helps with the community aspect. And we do have bigger plans um, for, for Moral as we go forward. But for now, just kind of stepping in and, and taking on community and uh, engagement and, and all those things. Nice, nice. Um, so you you mentioned that you guys use stacks before. Was that to basically have the additions and prints? Is that the reason why you use that? Yeah, that was the sole reason. Um, you know, instead of inscribing 111 of the same thing, uh, we used L2, and we thought, yeah. you know, if we have the if we have smart contracts we can actually make this fun. We can change the look of this and just pop out a new one every once in a while and kind of keep it interesting. Um, but, you know, the conversation that was going on at the time was, was also around like block space and respecting, yeah. respecting Bitcoin and the block space. So it's like, you know, we can inscribe 111 of these, or we can just use L2 and sort of leverage that and do it a whole lot cheaper for everyone. Not, not take up all that block space. It was a much more complicated, you know, just approach early on people were were kind of figuring out morally where they stand on all this stuff and so yeah we we went over to l2 for those yeah it, it definitely didn't make sense at the time like if you thought about it right to, to inscribe the entire collection um on on ordinals but now that recursion has come come into the equation and it's been here for a bit um are your latest editions are all you're using recursion for that right yeah, this is this was sort of phase two. So, um, you know, phase one, I would say, was you know, kind of getting as much art in in the form of small one of one collections on chain as possible. Uh, and then phase two was when we really started to focus on our core things, which include the uh, the counterfeit cards, our identity PFPs, you know, these things that um, sort of help us grow a community around the project. Uh, and make it easier for these artists to onboard and kind of fall into a community rather than have to worry about bringing their own. Um, and so, yeah, um, the first counterfeit card from Boozy uh, was actually the first recursive edition on Ordinals. And if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the first eight cards were the first eight recursive editions on Ordinals. 
Um, and so that's when we saw others kind of step into the space from there. But yeah, uh, recursion has been great. Um, it allows us to get art out there to a wider community. Um, as, as artists are coming into the space, it's, it sets them up a lot better uh, to have, you know, 80, 100 holders rather than one holder of a one of one. Um, and yep. so, so they can then kind of expand from there, but they have a nice base. Um, it also allows us to uh, go as high quality as possible on inscriptions uh, and still give a low cost, like a, a low entry to, to uh, collectors. So in my opinion, um, these are such a great option for artists, uh, these additions. And that's, that's probably why we're seeing that uh, sort of take over here recently from others as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love what you guys are doing. It, at, in, like you mentioned, it seemed like you guys were the first to come out with these this addition approach uh, for artists. So when, when you're trying to find a new artist uh, for, you know, a part of your, you know, the, the brand to bring into the brand, are you looking for established artists that have already done digital art? Uh, on other chains or are you looking for like in real life artists to ch try to bring into the space? Uh, we've done both. Um, we've, we've brought in, there's, there's one I'm thinking off the top of my head, pinky vision. Um, he really is not active in this space, but he's a great artist. Uh, he does graffiti art. He's done art for Glastonbury and just all kinds of things. Um, so he's one we we've brought in. We're definitely not, stuck to those who are already here but it does help um you know as as we're you know trying to onboard artists in the space we're also trying to build our own community and so um so yeah it does help to have those who have been in the space but i would say that like we don't specifically target those who have like established you know what you would think of as like established or like high following counts and, and those sorts of things um what we've seen in the space over the past couple years is those that um, those that have influence in the art space tend to overrun everyone else, and like a follower count doesn't doesn't mean better art. Like that has nothing to do with yeah. the art they're putting out. And so we uh, we really focus on the artists who are kind of smaller or, or mid-sized uh, follower counts. The, but the, the the most important thing being that you know, they're, they're active in the space. They understand the culture that's, you know, it's so important in this space. Um, they're good value adds to the community overall. Um, those who are engaging and, you know, they, they've got a great attitude. They approach things the right way. They're here for the right reasons. Like those are the things that we look for. And so as we sort of build out the art community uh, in ordinals, because really we were the only ones really focusing on like building that foundation of the art community. Um, we wanted to build it the right way. And so, um, so build, bringing in those who uh, kind of fit all those, you know, check all those boxes. Um, I think it just sets up the space much better over time. Um, and it also helps us kind of build that core community ourselves too. So what we've seen is, you know, these artists come in, uh, they engage with each other. They're, they're friends. They're now like all following each other. They all support each other. Um, they, they talk to our community every single day. They're very, very active. And so it's worked out for the most part, worked out very well. Um, but these are the people you want to build the space around. You, you don't want to like focus on bringing artists who are just 
like they want to make some money, they want to do one drop, and then they'll go back to doing their thing. That doesn't help anybody. And so that's, you know, our approach is really, you know, those who are like value adds to the community on top of being great artists. Gotcha. What, what, what kind of artist would you say you are? Because like well, some people that make art, they put the headphones on, blast the music and just go at it. Or do you, you kind of like, like, what do you do when you're like, get in the zone to kind of like, cre like create? I'm I'm not an artist, man. <laughs> He's a curator. I'm not, no. Uh, oh, I guess wow. I guess there's an art in, in curation. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah um, no, I'm, I'm not an artist at all. I'm just a big supporter of, of artists. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like I would love to have the the ability <laughs> or the time to go out there and learn some of these things. Um, but um, I'm 100 percent focused on others right now. Um, maybe there will be a day when when I can yeah. kind of focus on my own thing. That's absolutely amazing. I actually respect that because it's it's different than than just being an artist and, and, and just, you know, trying to onboard other artists. You're actually trying to, like, really help the artist because you're you're bringing them you know, you're, you're going out there seeing, seeing kind of what you like and bringing them all together. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. One thing yeah. I'll say, Oh, sorry. I mean, it's no, go ahead. but I was going to say one thing I'll say is that like you guys have established and no pun intended, but this, this culture, right. Of, of, uh, like I said, kind of carving out, uh, like the, the editions and prints. And then, you know, some people kind of notice that I feel like, and then, there's some other entities that are starting to follow that, you know, like obviously gamma, let's just say it. Right. So that they, they've come out. It, it, do you feel like there's this like overall like community of artists that are just like, okay, everybody, it's all good for everybody. Or do you feel like there's this like market share battle of like other, you know, entities trying to take artists and stuff like that? What What is the energy like right now? Cause we're not that deep into the artist community for ordinals. Yeah, that's, that's a great question and I'm going to answer it carefully. <laughs> <laughs> smart, smart. Um, so I think there, whether we were part of that influence or not, uh, there are a lot of, uh, a lot of folks kind of stepping into the art space in ordinals, like to us from the very beginning, the most obvious value proposition was immutable art. Like we can do all this other stuff elsewhere, um, but immutable art is extremely important. It's it's the only place that you can uh, store your art and know that it'll never be changed and never be touched. And to me, that's the like the biggest, like most obvious value proposition. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's great to see uh, others jumping in and being more you know prominent um, and kind of pushing us all forward. Um, you know, as far as like market share and, and things like that. Um, we are, we, like you just said, um, we're really focused on building our own culture. And I think we've done a very good job of sort of influencing, uh, the Bitcoin art space with what we've done so far. Um, and so as we kind of go forward, you know, it's, it's not necessarily like to us, you know, others might feel there's a lot of competition or, you know, might, might be competing directly and those sorts of things. But in my opinion, you know, if you build the best tools, if you provide the best experience, the best community, um, if you if you provide that proper foundation for artists, like you're naturally going to be the chosen uh, option for for these artists. And so um, so that's kind of the next phase of our project it is not just, um, you know, putting out art, but giving artists every single tool that they would need to be successful. 
Um, and so that's that's sort sort of where we are right now. And so we're not there just yet. And so you see others kind of jumping in and stepping in in that place. Um, but I do not believe that. I I don't believe the experience that artists and collectors have come to expect by using other chains that is not on ordinals yet and that's what we're determined to build gotcha so what, what does success look, look, look like for you guys say we're, we're a year year and a half down the bull, bull market is uh, at its peak um what, what does full success look like for um counterculture well i think man i say this all the time um you know, this is this market is so small right now. It's so yeah. very tiny. Um, there's, you know, you have. I I feel like there are a lot of uh, people in the space who forget what a bull market looks like. Um, you know, twelve months from now is going to be absolutely insane. Um, and everyone here uh, who is, you know, not just worried about like minting this thing and then selling it tomorrow for for twenty bucks, like those people who actually are, are, are looking into things that have staying power, uh, they will be set up very, very well. Uh, think about, you know, Ethereum back in 2021, it was insanity. You could, you could mm -hmm. mint anything and you could, you could make a profit on it. Um, now magnify that uh, on, on Bitcoin because this is the chain that everyone knows. And uh, with the art being immutable uh, and it, it's sort of like, it's got this weird combination of, you know, typically what we've seen in the space is like this, whatever new thing, that's where people go. But here we, we are that new thing, but it's also Bitcoin. And so it's like, got this. Uh, I mean, there's so many upsides. Um, I think in the next six to 12 months, uh, things will really start to ramp up. And you felt it. I mean, I felt it over the past few weeks. Um, even this past week, it's like, you know, the energy sort of shifts and you can feel it. Uh, people are getting more interested in certain things. Uh, one of those being art, um, and I think that's just going to explode, man. As we, as as more artists come into ordinals, their collectors follow them. Um, once they learn how, like, you don't have to be this super technical person to uh, contribute to the space. Uh, once you finally like get past that initial point, um, you're just you're here, right? Like, what did we see in this early? speed run of a bull market um we had a lot of people coming in from other chains and never looking back um like when is the last time you know you touched your metamask or your phantom wallet you know what right. i mean um so like I, that that's just, that was just a small glimpse of what's going to happen yeah you're 100 right i mean i i came from from, from over on on phantom uh phantom uh evm and you know i was on ethereum first went over there and then same thing when i got over here i was like yeah there's no reason to go back like DeFi is gonna be built here. There's this new thing called Art on Bitcoin that's here, and it, yeah, there's some spe really special people building really cool things. And we're super freaking early, man. So early. It's so nice to be early too. You know, it's like it's amazing. Yeah, I'm sitting here on this uh, on this call, and I, I'm so used to being on Twitter Space. I'm trying to throw up the hundreds. It's not letting me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, what does it look like whenever like you do onboard an artist? Is there any type of like agreement that you guys have, or is it just more kind of like uh, relaxed in terms of that? Um, yeah, we we uh, we take care of our artists. We make sure that um, the artists are are not only supported, but it, they also have the foundation to stick around for the long term. Um, so, you know, with with each artist that we bring in, I will say like that is the last part of the conversation. No one asks about it. They're just more interested in what we're doing. They're more interested in inscribing. 
once we tell them, you know, like we'll take care of everything, just do the art, uh, we'll inscribe it, we'll cover your costs, like we'll do all of this stuff, just just fit it into these specs. Um, and this is the idea and this is the theme and like this is what we're doing as a project. Uh, they just get excited. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, working everything out from there is, is kind of the last piece, uh, but really not, not too important in the, in the eyes of the artists. Um, you know, I, I don't want to get into like specifics around everything, but, uh, I will say that, um, I'm very proud that, you know, all things relative, uh, launching with counterfeit is the absolute best place to put your art, uh, whether it's on another chain, uh, whether it's with someone else here in the Ordinals ecosystem, um, we have done the most to onboard artists uh, from a from a from a financial standpoint and from a community standpoint. Um, and so each artist that comes in, they they walk away uh, in in a two day mint with uh, with the funding to stay uh, in the community that will follow them and and continue to support them and collect their work. And th those things are are so valuable, um, especially the community part of that. Um, you know, when you think about like marketplaces um which are more utilities uh you know we we use them because we have to um the community that we've built is really unmatched from that standpoint um and you know when you think about other other projects that uh will most likely be doing similar things or you know have seen what we've done and kind of want to do it better um you know you got to be really careful with how you build out those communities uh, from the very beginning we have made it a point uh, to really focus on bringing collectors in who see the long-term vision, who are really interested in the art itself, um, and, and less focused on, you know, uh, short-term profits. And that has worked out very, very well for us. And that's what we'll continue to do. Um, and so, you know, that's, those are the things that we, the, the ways that we sort of approach it. Um, and I think that that community aspect and then the, you know, the, the financial uh, stability and giving these artists the, the ability to, you know, stay in the ecosystem, continue to inscribe, you know, wherever that is, uh, that's super important. Onboarding is not just like bringing people into the door. It's, it's the whole experience, uh, because if you don't offer all those other things, uh, they're just going to, they're just going to go back. They're just going to go back to what they're used to. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I was actually uh, going to so, say that. Go, go ahead, Shizzy. Sorry, you were cutting no, out. I, I was like, I'm sorry. It sounds like you guys are like the the launch pad for like the starving artists. Um, that, you could say, that... yeah, you could say something like that. Um, that's really, you know, when when others started popping up, that's it. Kind of helped us figure out our what what our place really was for the moment, and that was really being the pipeline for for art on Bitcoin. Um, you know, I would say like 80, 90% of our artists are, are now, uh, accepted into, you know, other programs, um, they're dropping work on their own and it's, you know, they're doing very well for themselves. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I see counterfeit as uh, a pipeline for art, uh, until we have, you know, the next sort of step in our project, uh, complete, in which case, uh, we will be the only place that you need to look for art. So there, there's a lot of things coming up that I'm really oh, yeah. excited about. Awesome. Um, so it sounded like you're kind of being a little vague about that. So is that something that you're, you're not able to talk about at all right now in terms of that next next uh, uh, phase of, of the project? Man, I it's, it's, it's taking everything in me not to talk about it all the time because I'm so excited. 
I'm so <laughs> bullish. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll answer it this way, man. Um, about, I think it was, uh, I think it was three cards in, uh, we were using a marketplace for the first, uh, three cards and I just wasn't satisfied with, um, with us putting something out there for, you know, 30 bucks and the buyer paying 45 because of the marketplace fees. Um, so we, so we built our own, like we built our own mint page or in mint site and launch pad for ourselves. Um, the goal here is to build our own ecosystem. Um, there, there are, um, others you can look at, um, that, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be very careful. Um, there, are, there are others you can look at in other ecosystems, uh, that do things very well as far as, you know, uh, building out their own art ecosystems and you have collectors specifically going to those places and not really collecting from, from any, anywhere else. Um, this is, this is what we're building, um, here in Ordinal. So like all of these artists that we're working with, um, yeah, you know, take every opportunity that you feel comfortable with, you know what I mean? Outside of counterfeit, let's go do your thing. Uh, you know, everyone's here, uh, everyone's gotta, everyone's gotta eat. So, so go eat. And, um, and when we're ready, uh, we'll, we'll be here and we'll, we'll have everything you need. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I wish I could get into, and maybe I can come back in the next, uh, 45 days or so um and uh and talk about it a little bit more but uh but yeah we're i'm super super excited about what we're building um every single tool that an artist needs from the initial launch to management of their collections uh on and off our site um everything collectors expect uh all different types of ways to get art out uh ways to manage you know your your holdings and different interactive things to do with your holdings uh, so there's there's a lot that we're kind of working on right now. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's funny because like before you jumped up uh, or before you jumped into the before we went live um, or recorded, she's and I was talking about uh, counterfeit culture. And I was like, yeah, you know, they started this. They built their culture. And what seems to be happening is there people that like that culture will kind of be loyal to it and and i feel like that's kind of how it could go towards right so that's awesome that you bring that up because i think that that will just kind of solidify that last part of of you know one-stop shop type of situation but excited to see what you guys got man yeah i'm super pumped man i'm super pumped and believe me i want to share more <laughs> <laughs> um i just i've i've got to keep it to myself um but i can tell you that you know our goal is uh, a week and a half from now to give a little sneak peek um, nice. with our with that that card that's coming out that week, um, and then we'll continue to iterate it on it from there. So every time you visit, you'll see new things kind of pop up. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, again, this hasn't been built in Ordinals. Um, there might be experiences that have sort of elevated what we're used to in Ordinals, but uh, something like this hasn't been done. And so um, yeah, and you're absolutely right. We've built a very, very strong community. Uh, they believe in what we're doing. They believe in the type of artists that we're elevating. Um, you know, we've we've put art out at at price points that are accessible. You know, like when you think about like your everyday life, you know, you go out and you buy um, a T-shirt or you buy, you know, you go to Target and buy a piece of art to hang on your wall, and like no one blinks an eye. Like no one, no one. Uh, you don't say, "I'm going to return this tomorrow for two X." Um, that's sort of the, uh, you know, that's sort of the mentality, like you're buying it for the art and the way that we're putting it together by, by putting 
all of these artists together in a cohesive collection, um, this this is how it sort of retains its value over time. Like when you think about you know the rare Pepe's, the fake rares, the you know the memes from six five two nine, you know it's a very similar concept. Um, we wanted to be the ones to bring this to ordinals, and um, you know it it kind of takes the art and adds this you know this aspect to it that people in this space are used to. Um, as far as collectability goes. And so I think it's a it's a really good avenue to kind of building that community and then, you know, um, and then and then moving them into the the one of one pieces and, and other types of art. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's it definitely sounds like you guys have a, a, a nice roadmap going on. And um, you said you said a week and a half. So I'll, I'll be in your in your DMs in 10 days wondering what's going on. But uh, there we no, go. <laughs> but um. So this part of the show, we kind of give our guests the stage, um, give you like 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 three minutes or however long you need to uh, really dig deep and talk to our community, your community, or whatever you want. The stage is yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I well, first off, I, I appreciate you guys asking me to come here. Um, this has been great. It's great talking to you guys. I will definitely once we once we are uh, once we are at phase three, I will definitely be back and, and we can talk about that. Um, uh, maybe we can do like a walkthrough too. That would, that would be pretty dope. Um, so, uh, so yeah, man, I appreciate that. And, and, um, yeah, it's, it's just been really cool to see the evolution of the space. I think, you know, early on, um, there was so much noise. There's, there was kind of the same mentality of like, you know, this mint is upcoming. So like, I'm going to chase this allow list and then I'm going to flip it and I'm going to go chase this allow list. And like that, that gets so tiring. And like, if we're doing things here uh, on Bitcoin with these immutable properties, I just think things should be done differently. I don't think we should just try to recreate everything that's happened elsewhere. Um, and so it's been good um, actually for us, like throughout the last few months where it's been a little bit quieter, you see a lot of um, collections kind of, you know, rethinking how they're launching and when they're launching and, and all of those things. Um, but those, those projects that are here uh, with, you know, that, that will last, uh, they were able to step out of that and they were able to get a little bit more eyes than they than they would have, you know, with all of that going on. And so this has been a really great opportunity for us to get out there. Um, we're going to continue to kind of focus on um, expanding community or as you put it, Yukobi, um, uh, gaining market share, uh, keeping that as much of that in counterfeit as possible. Um, and then and then prepare for the next step, which will be just, in my opinion, game changing. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really grateful for the community that we've put together uh, who are just ride or die with, with what we're doing. And they're super supportive of, of all these artists. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful. I was, I was on the phone with, uh, with Twick earlier and I told him the same thing. Like without, without Twick, without Solemn, without Sasha Chudo, uh, we wouldn't be where we are. You, like those three artists, plus Boozy, obviously, uh, created the whole vibe that we have today. Um, and you know, it's, it's just been phenomenal to get this, the support from those artists and then adding in others who kind of have that same feel, that approach of like, you know, I'm tired of getting run over in this space. Like let's all band together and let's create something special that's grassroots and represents the people. Um, and, and let's, let's go, you know? Um, and so I'm appreciative of all these artists and, and of this community that we've put together for kind of seeing the vision. Um, and I'm super bullish on the future. Um, Man, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be great, and yeah, I will definitely come back to uh, you know do do a proper intro of what we've got and, and a walkthrough and whatever else. 
but again, I, I appreciate you guys uh, having me here. Um, but yeah, uh, last thing I would say is, you know, go check out, um, go check out the Twitter uh, at counterfeit cult CVLT. Um, go check out our, our link tree. Um, same, same, um, you know, extension there at the end um, discord.gg slash counterfeit. Um, yeah. So go check us out, dive in, uh, send us, send us whatever questions you have. Uh, happy to get them answered. And now we have moral to, to give it a little bit more support too. Um, but yeah, man, uh, again, just very happy to be here. Awesome. Well, this has been uh, many weeks in the making. Uh, so really appreciate <laughs> it. it was, and it was well worth the wait, man. Definitely one of my favorite interviews so far. You got, you guys are building something amazing. I can't wait for round two. Thank yeah. you, man. And, and uh, uh, for the audience, you know, as always, we'll have all the socials and the links um, in the description. And, um, you know, if you if you are an artist out there that's interested, you know, reach out to the team and Prism and Moral, um, get connected because they're definitely uh, doing great things. Yeah. And shout out to uh, shout out to Paris, who did a previous show. She's doing killer things in the space. Uh, Lemon Haze. Um oh, yeah. You know, we're we're kind of seeing this push right now of like fine art is coming to Bitcoin, and I just it just rubs me the wrong way. Like, what, what, do, we, <laughs> what do we have if not fine art that's already here? Um, yeah. And so, go support these early ordinals artists. Uh, you know, Paris Lemon Haze, Otto is is great. You know, there's so many artists out there who have been grinding, um, and so you know, go find those uh, because those are the ones that have cemented themselves as like the OGs, the legends of the space and, and don't get, um, you know, don't get caught up in, uh, in, you know, others coming here if they're not here for the right reason. So, so that's, that's kind of what I would leave it with is like, we want to build this thing the right way. Uh, and that's just not us as a project, but just overall, we want to make sure where this, this community stays the way it is for as long as possible. 100%. I completely agree. So, awesome. It's been absolutely amazing. And like I said, we'll do a round two. Appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Right. Have See a good one. So that, that was that was great. That was everything I thought it would be and more. Uh, what those guys are building over there is, uh, is special. Yeah, for sure. 100%. You know, we've, we've been on multiple spaces with Prism. Class Act, you know, always contributes to the conversations. Always talks about, you know, how more positivity can come into ordinals. You know, obviously he's more art focused, but he's, he, he joins into every conversation. And, um, so really, really love it. Um, really love what they're doing. I need to definitely expand my counterfeit culture collection specifically. Um, and I will, you know, I just need to uh, take a little time to, to, to see what pieces exactly I like and, and, um, yeah. I'll, I'll start to build that out. Yeah. And like another reason why I respect Prism too is because like I was in the spaces and, you know, he has a fine art spaces that he runs often with the counterfeit culture and people come in and start talking drive chains and shit. And he's like, dude, like, get out of here. Like, this is, we get, we get, you can do that shit anywhere else. You're not doing it in here. And then he booted the dude. And I was like, that's, that's amazing. Now, I was, I was like, let's go. I got me so hungry. Yeah. It was like, well, I mean, that, we'll come in here with your bullshit. Yeah. And well, I think that's different too. It's like, uh, like the, the space was specifically for fine art. Yes. Um, you know, yep. but, what I'm talking about is like he'll join our spaces. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, yeah, yeah. well, that's you know, I would yeah. yeah, and I'll say like uh, I would say our spaces is probably like 60% DeFi talk, maybe even yeah. a little bit more, and then it's like 30 to 35% like art 
right? You know, because like yeah. we, we we cover everything. That's one thing for sure. But we're definitely a little, a little bit more heavy on the DeFi, but it doesn't matter because sure. like they join in on the conversation. So yeah. really appreciate that. I love the camaraderie with the community from the art community. You know, I would say 98% of the art community on Bitcoin is very like welcoming and, and, and loves each other. Just like the DeFi side, there's, there's always that 2%, right? That's just kind of like, but it doesn't matter because they get, drowned out by uh, all the positivity and stuff so yep all right guys please like subscribe hit, hit the hit, hit the, the bell icon we put out videos all the time we really appreciate you guys listening every view means so much to us and i uh, want to keep doing this we're gonna televise revolution baby peace